Hello and welcome to HSBC's Eventing News. I'm Sam Lloyd and each month we'll bring you all the stories and personalities from the world of three-day eventing. Coming up in the programme. An Australian reigns supreme at badminton. I've been a spectator, I've been a competitor, I've been a, I've kind of come and placed. Now it's time to, you know, pull out all the stops and have a win. The Queen of Eventing talks about being a HSBC ambassador. Very honoured to um, be an ambassador for you know such a great company that's uh, putting in a lot of money into the sport. And we talk to the lady who's taken up the reins as the new president of the Pony Club. I was extremely flattered to be invited um, to be president. It came out of the blue. And I have to say, when this came through uh, the door, I took a very, very short time to accept um, their invitation. But first, let's recap on the HSBC FEI World Cup eventing series. Chris Burton won the Australian leg at Sydney's World Cup show with Holstein Park Lilleni, winning ahead of last year's winner and Kahikihi victor Megan Jones. On the same weekend in Germany, the outstanding partnership of Michael Jung and La Biesthetique Sam were once again invincible to win at Marbach in convincing style. And it was Sam Griffiths who celebrated at Chatsworth on happy times. That means that Australian riders have won three out of the first five events. So the riders down under definitely making their mark and it was yet another Australian making the headlines in the latest of the HSBC FEI Classics, the Mitsubishi Motors Badminton Horse Trials. This year, Badminton undoubtedly proved to be one of the most thrilling and enthralling events. Held over the May Bank holiday weekend, it was British rider Ruth Edge who led after day one of dressage. But Kai Ruder's superb performance on Le Prince de Bois gave him a score of 33.8 and the outright lead. On cross-country day, the heavens opened with the elements posing an additional challenge for competitors, with many of the top riders caught out on the course worthy of its four-star status. But it was Australia's Paul Tapner in superb form after a performance that left him with just 0.4 of a time penalty. And so, in a thrilling finale with the top 20 riders going reverse order, the pressure was on in the show jumping. With competitors vying for the top positions, it was up to Tapner to keep his cool. He went into the arena with a fence in hand, but his ride, I Know Nothing, never looked like touching a fence. And it was a jubilant Tapner who took a fantastic win. Paul, congratulations. I spoke to you last evening and you said, all I'm interested in is a win at badminton and you did it. I mean, you must be absolutely thrilled. Oh, yeah, I think we might have a few beers tonight. I'll tell you, I'm crikey. <laughs> no, yeah, I've, I'm just totally over the moon, of course. You know, it's certainly a, a dream just to compete here and then um, to, to, you know, be placed here like I have done the last few years. Um, and then I decided that, right, I've done that. I've come. I've been a spectator. I've been a competitor. I've been a. I've kind of come and placed. Now it's time to, you know, pull out all the stops and have a win. Meanwhile, Germany's Andreas Tabaski and Euro Riding's Butts Leon claim second. Congratulations! You must be so pleased. Thank you. Yeah, I am. I am really pleased. And after such a big competition and um, on the second place to finish, that is absolutely fantastic for my horse and for me. And I'm really happy. 
and Daisy Barkley and Spring Along jump clear to rise up the ranks from sixth to finish third overall. I'm over the moon. I mean, the, the little horse was just incredible. Um, we actually hadn't jumped to show jumping clear here in um, in, six, in five goes, and I thought this is really the time to actually clear all the poles, and he did um, when it really mattered. So, he, you know, he's, he's, he's a dude. Further down the leaderboard, Mary King claimed fourth with her horse, Imperial Cavalier. A true icon of the sport, Mary is an ambassador for HSBC, and I caught up with her at Badminton to talk about this important role. Once again, you're a HSBC ambassador. What does that mean to you to have that position? Oh, very honoured to um, be an ambassador for you know such a great company that's uh, putting in a lot of money into the sport at times you know hard times, and they're supporting not only the top class riders by sponsoring their classic series um, and the, the World Cup. They also help right at the grassroots level and do a lot for the Pony Club, um, Pony Club training days, and you know they they're doing you know it's great to have uh, as a sport in general such support from um, a, such a well-known company. In terms of the HSBC FEI Classics, it's really established now in its third year, but what does it mean to the riders at the top level, the fact that we've created what is like a Grand Slam series? You know, you've got the Grand Slams in tennis, the Grand Slams in, say, you know, golf. What does it mean in three-day eventing? Oh, it's a huge incentive. Really, our sport has very poor prize money. Um, OK, Badminton Horse Trials has, has a good prize um, pot, but all the other smaller events you go to to prepare for this one big run, um, it's you get no, vir- virtually no money at all. Whereas in the HSBC um, uh, series has a really decent prize fund at the end, and that's very great incentive for us riders. <laughs> in your role as ambassador, is it delivering the key messages and just getting the message across out there? Yes, that's right. And also um, HSBC then sort of have have me to amuse me to talk to their guests and um, you know really I suppose um, get more people interested in the sport and um, also making them realise how much you know HSBC is, is doing for the world of equestrian. Let's move away now from the top level and look at the grassroots of the sport as at the start of 2010, Lady Lloyd Webber took over from the Princess Royal as the new president of the Pony Club. A former event rider and thoroughbred breeder, the lady has a long affinity with the Pony Club, winning at the Pony Championships with the done thing in 1981. I was extremely flattered to be invited um, to be president. It came out of the blue. And I took not very long to decide to do it. Pony Club has been part of my life for a long time. I was in it. Um, My children are in it. And between um, me competing in the Pony Club and um, my children competing, I used to teach and, you know, help a bit um, when I was competing in my 20s. So it's probably been part of my life for about 40 years um, and I thought I knew quite a lot about it, but actually I, I am finding that I didn't know much about it, and it's a much bigger, more important, more interesting organisation than I ever imagined. For young people, it's probably the best way to learn about horses and ponies, and it's cost-effective. If you can afford a piano lesson, you can afford a riding lesson through the Pony Club, 
And I think that is what they want to really try and maintain, that it's affordable and it is subsidised, heavily subsidised by the Pony Club to let pretty much anyone from any background learn to ride and learn, to how to, and learn how to look after their ponies properly. Starting off at Pony Club led into a highly successful eventing career, which included competing in the Young Riders team, Senior Europeans, the World Championships in Poland in 1986, and finishing second at Burley Horse Trials in 1988. Burley, because it's a sort of East Anglian-based event, it was somewhere I went every single summer. It was always our treat at the end of the summer holidays. We used to camp there and follow all the competitors. And so for 10 years, um, I was a huge fan of Burley Horse Trials and always wanted to ride there. And it probably gave me a lot of my greatest success because I was selected um, when I was about 1920 to represent Britain as a young rider. And to our horror, the European Championships were at Burley Horse Trials, which was slightly bigger than I'd expected. And so the young riders did the trailblazing for the seniors on the Friday. And so I rode around there really when I was quite young and then obviously always wanted to win it. And it's always slight bane of my life that I managed to come second and not quite the, the number one spot. But having said that, it was on my second string and it was a very exciting weekend um, and gave us all a thrill you know on our home turf so that would probably be the apart from representing the country which I did a few times um, that would be the highlight of my eventing career. Ask any top international eventer and virtually all of them have come through the Pony Club system. With this in mind HSBC is sponsoring the Pony Club eventing training program giving Pony Club members access to top class specialist tuition from the best riders and trainers. Together they make a great partnership. Um, it gives the young people in the Pony Club a chance to be trained by the very very best which you really very very few of them would be able to afford to do that or have the access to these um, top class riders because most top class riders don't make a living in teaching young people because they, they wouldn't make a living. Um, so they do this because of the sponsorship. It's not because of the money. It's because they want to put something back, frankly. And HSBC um, ease their way and allow them to do it and, and make it something that they're proud of. And we'll be finding out what the training days are like in next month's programme. We'll also be speaking to Captain Mark Phillips, ahead of Le Moulin, and we'll be talking to one of our top British riders about recent success and the horse she affectionately calls Pod. But can you guess who it is? He's actually had his holiday. He's back in work. He's just having a couple of weeks hacking. And um, I think his next, next run will be Barbary to try and re regain his Barbary title. So plenty to look forward to, but until the next time, it's goodbye.